Let's go. What you know about me? What you what you know about me? What you know about me? What you what you know? It's that my lip gloss is cool. My lip gloss be popping. I'm standing at my locker and all the boys keep stopping. Hey guys, I'm your co-host Leah. And I'm your co-host Ariel. And welcome back to Girls Talking. And this episode we want to talk about first things we want to do before we die. Okay, so this is going to be like a little bucket list kind of, or just other things that we want to do. But um, so there's definitely like a few places that I want to go before I die. Like, I really want to go to Australia. I don't know. I've always just, Australia's had a special place in my heart, probably from like H2O, like the TV show that probably started oh, yeah. it. <laughs> but um, I also really want to go to Greece. And also Hawaii. Like, I never really thought about that. But then, like, I knew some people who went to Hawaii this year. And I was like, I kind of want to go, too. So I want to go there, too. I want to go to Hawaii so badly. My one um, co-worker at work, she's from Hawaii. And she hates it here. She's like, I want to go back home. Well, obviously. Who would want to go from Hawaii to Ohio? Yeah, it's, it's not the best transition. And it's so funny because it was probably 70 degrees and she had a winter coat on. Like, a lot, like, all the way to her knees. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Bless her heart. Uh, yeah, she's in for a rude awakening. <laughs> yeah. It gets a lot worse. It gets really <laughs> bad. It's supposed to be one of the worst, like, I think, winters in a couple years. I can't do it. Like, especially now that we're in college. Like, I will not have the motivation to get out of my dorm. And walk all the way to my class in the snow. Like, who is doing that? Not me. Well, obviously. Oh, I love the snow. The silence. Nah. I just love the snow. I think it's so pretty. I and, like. I love walking in it. I hate my pants getting wet, my shoes and socks getting soaked. Walking all the way to class. I'm gonna have to leave 30 minutes earlier than I already do. Because it's 15 minutes away to begin with. And then trudging through the snow. Mm. Fair enough. That's what you get when you're in Ohio. <laughs> it's it is what it is. You got to move to Florida. Yeah, that was the goal. <laughs> the original goal. That was the original <laughs> plan. Did not pan out like that. No. This is kind of off topic, but where do you go to college that you are happy? Like, what's the exact college and what's the state? I don't know, but our one friend goes to college in Florida, and she is very happy. Like she's I know thriving. She is. she is thriving. Like she's always posting pictures with like all her friends, mm-hmm. and she looks like she's in really beautiful locations. It just seems so like relaxing, like low stress. It does. I almost applied to UH Manoa, which is in Hawaii too. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to go there. It, I, I got in like super fast, but I just didn't think it would. I thought it was too far. Yeah, yeah, like, that's definitely pretty far. <laughs> but like, it's it's so beautiful. I would I literally do anything to go somewhere as like a beach. Yes, I want to live somewhere like when it's tropical. Yes, and you can. I just feel like with all your friends, like it's just so fun. Yes, it it looks super fun. But anyways, continue your list. Oh, yes. But um, another thing that I really want to do, 
I don't know if this is like really on my bucket list, but like I would love to do it. It's like pet dolphin. Like I saw, like at our old school, like a lot of people could go on different trips, and the one group went to Florida and they got to like swim with dolphins, and they all said it was so fun. Like it just looked like such a nice time, and I don't know. And maybe we was also with H two O. Gosh, everything is H two O. Everything comes back to it. Your roots. Your H2O mermaid roots, L- literally. And we and got stuck in freaking Washington, D.C. Yeah, it was definitely a trip. Let me tell you that. That was the worst trip of my life. It was horrible. I hated it so much. And it was really cold, too. But it was just, ugh. it was horrible. And it was mostly because of all the kids. Yeah. But also, like, our tour guide didn't do a lot of like main teacher wanted to do and like it got there was some tension there <laughs> there's definitely some tension i mean our like teacher who's taking us on the trip kind of cried a lot yeah kind of we also got harassed by this homeless man <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're visiting well not really visiting but we were on the outside of the white house and we we're taking pictures and this homeless guy just starts coming up to different girls and like trying to talk to them and yeah it was not good and our teacher was like not really helping no not really she was, she was not like very good day sir she said good day sir who's saying that and he continued and he proceeded to keep following us like i know what did you think you did and, like, all the girls, well, we were all by that guy and trying to get away. And then all the boys were, like, across the street and didn't have a care in the world. Like, they are living their best life. They did not care. Not a care in the world. They're like, oop, see ya. Aww. <laughs> Left us in the dust. Literally. Even the men, like, the um, chaperones, the guy chaperones, didn't do anything either. I'm sorry. They were not men. What were they even doing on the trip? <laughs> I felt like it was oh, a, an all student, an all student trip. Like an, the way the guys like were the acting, entire, it felt yeah. Even even the women leaders, like they, with anything, like all we they had was know. chaperone, <laughs> Lorraine. Lorraine's the only one that was fighting for our lives. I know. If we're gonna be and serious, also our chaperone. For a trip that Leah and I went on earlier in the year to Nashville. So that was ironic. Relived But Nashville was good. Oh, Nashville? Can't even get into that right now. Oh, I love Nashville. I want to go back so bad. I love Nashville with all my heart. That's a great, great place. It is. Nashville, Tennessee is where it is. The line dancing, like, sign me up. I love it all. Like, I am from Tennessee. Like, I am Nashville born and raised. <laughs> oh, me too. That's that's where I was born. It's on my birth certificate. I'm not going to prove that, but if you saw it, it would be Nashville, Tennessee. It would say Nashville. That is our roots. Definitely my like, roots. Like, I'm a country that's girl. That's where I belong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Uh, I just <laughs> okay but what was oh yeah i said i don't know how we got from dolphins to nashville but another thing that i want to do is i want to go snorkeling 
but like not just where you have that little tube in your mouth that like goes above the water like I want to have like that whole machine thing that like you breathe in so like you can breathe while you're swimming I also just want to do that because I feel like it would be so cool to like be breathing and swimming at the same time but um I know you have to have like training to do it or something but like I'll do it but I really want to do that and then my last one is basically like be in a relationship slash if not even that have my first kiss like give me something here before I die before you die it's imminent it's coming up (laughs) it's like like very soon (laughs) before I die please (laughs) that's true you never know that (sighs) scares me so bad like that's crazy that you never know when you're gonna die I know like you generally think that you could live like pretty long if nothing bad happens. Like I could, like I could die tomorrow. Like there's so many different ways, like a car crash, or like I don't know, like I get attacked by an animal. <laughs> what if you like ate something that you're allergic to and you didn't know? Oh yeah, see that's just like crazy. Like we could just die any moment. Why is human life set up for failure right now? Because like every single thing could cause death if you think about it if you like sleep with your face too buried in those pillows or your blankets you're gonna suffocate and die that's it game over if you go outside and it's freezing you're gonna die if it's too hot you might die of exhaustion if you light a candle it could set off your whole house on (laughs) fire and you could die there's just so many different factors and everything like you just never know you never know you drop a knife on your foot, probably not going to die, Ooh. but, like, why is everything a danger to human life? That's, Literally that's everything. Driving. Driving is a whole danger. Driving is one of the most dangerous things in the world. It's actually more dangerous like, even than if you know what you're plane. doing. Yeah. Because even if you know what you're doing, like, other people could just crash into you, you know? Like, it's exactly. not just you. So it's just I honestly scary. feel like it would be better if we all had, like, self-driven cars. Yeah, like, more self-driven. Because then yes. they, like, know, they can sense where all the cars are and stuff. Imagine how many less accidents that would be. That's actually oh, crazy. Because people wouldn't get, like, road rage or be speeding or, you know? Yeah, and some people just race. Like, you would not be yes. able to do that. And then, plus, it's nice for, like, long road trips. Just you can sleep in the car. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Do that's, your thing. That's a life. Yeah, well, I think that's all my stuff for my bucket list. There's probably more stuff, but I can't really think of it right now. That's a good so bucket list. Um, my first thing is visiting every New England state. So that's like on the East Coast, I guess, of the United States. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I really want to go to Vermont. I want to go there so bad. I was like looking at pictures of Vermont in the fall. If you look up any New England state in, like, the fall, the pictures are so beautiful. I just want to go there so bad. But also, I really, really want to move to Boston or Maine by the time mm-hmm. I'm, like, 40. <laughs> start <yellows>. if, no, <laughs> because of them. <laughs> but, like, if I ran into them every now and then, I wouldn't be complaining. Of course, of course. But I honestly really like Boston. I have some family mm-hmm. up in there. And I don't visit them a lot, but yeah. I mean, the couple times I've been there, it's been pretty cool. I just like the atmosphere. 
in Maine, I really love Maine just because I took a trip there when I was like 10 or 11 or I don't know, somewhere around then. And it was so like, I felt like I was at home. I really like it there. And it's not like super busy. Ooh, you have to go. I think I've been to Vermont because my great uncle is there. But like I was really little. But other than that, yeah. I like the I haven't really been to any of those states up there. Except like literally the only ones is Vermont and New Jersey and that's it. New Jersey sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so tiny. It's yeah. so tiny and like they have a really good McDonald's though. Oh. <laughs> so random. I know. I mean I went through there the other day and it was their McDonald's is so good. Like I was like Ooh, I would eat McDonald's every single day if I was in New Jersey. Like, it tastes better? It tastes so much better. That's crazy. Like, the nuggets were made different. They were, like, good. They were giving me Chick-fil-A vibes. I want to try it. (laughs) I would literally drive up there just to eat that McDonald's again. But that's on my bucket list. Trying New Jersey McDonald's. I want to know what the best McDonald's is because I don't want to go there. If Me you make too. McDonald's it's probably right, not in America. probably not. But if you make McDonald's right, like it's really good. It's bussin. <laughs> it is bussin. Bussin Janelle. I haven't said that so now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, you should move to what's your next okay. bucket list? <laughs> okay, my next thing is getting a tattoo. Um, I'll probably do this later in my life because mm-hmm. I'm really scared of getting a tattoo and like going insane and like not wanting it <laughs> on me anymore. Sometimes I'll yeah, even do like yeah. a little doodle on my finger and I'll be like, ooh, I need to get rid of that. So mm-hmm. like that scares me really bad. But I really just want one about tattoo. Tattoos. Do you know what, what you say? Or I said, oh, I just oh, said that's yeah. the thing about tattoos. Like if you don't like it, like. It's game over. I mean, you can't get them removed, but, like, that's horrible. Yeah, it's super painful. Mm-hmm. Not worth it. But, like, but do, my tattoo... Do you know, like, what tattoo you want? Yes. Or where? Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know where yet. Somewhere on my arm. Or maybe mm-hmm. somewhere... I don't know. But, okay, so basically I want... This is going to sound weird at first. But I really want, like, a a tattoo of like a dog with a bird in its mouth and that's super odd but i'll explain (laughs) so basically like i listen to a lot of phoebe bridger's music and she always uses a symbol of like a dog with a bird and the reason is because like she uses it in a romantic way which is kind of odd yeah but in her songs she kind of says like like she like talks about loving a friend that's really like depressed or like mm-hmm. they just they're hard to be friends with yeah because of their mental issues or she talks about loving someone who's very manipulative and also just loving people that you don't know like sometimes you really love a celebrity to a point where it's <laughs> yes, like of course. sad like she writes all about like love but she always uses the symbol of a dog with a bird because dogs are very like loyal and they're, yeah like even like with any animal sometimes they will attack different things just to bring it back to someone that they care about just to show like oh I got this for you (laughs) but like Mm -hmm. sometimes it's not 
it's not good because like as humans like we think of a bird as another like like a good animal like we don't think about mm. them as like evil so sometimes we're like oh no i don't i don't want that so it's like sometimes she'll love someone and they'll still kind of reject it because they're not in the right mind to receive it or like yeah. they're just there's not a good person but she'll right. continuously like do that for them like a dog continuously like bringing a bird or just things random things to show affection i think that's really cool symbol because it shows like loyalty to people you love and just showing that you're like a loving person Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's my that's my tattoo story it's not even real yet so (laughs) but yeah that's my reason or like an idea of what you would want it to be Mm, not really but I mean, once we start our video podcast, then maybe you could like you could show the audience, show the listeners. I could if I ever get it before fifty. <laughs> Not fifty. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so scared to get a tattoo though. Like, yeah, it is. It's a commitment. Literally, it's a commitment. Yeah. But anyways, <sighs> my next thing is falling in love at least once. I think this is kind of similar to your, like, first kiss. I just want mm-hmm. to be in love with someone. Like, me, even if I want to get married. Me. Exactly. That's yeah, really that's what I want. <laughs> I just want someone to love me. <laughs> that's so sad. <laughs> I just want someone, obviously not someone who's my family or friends, but, like, someone right, in right. a romantic way. That is ridiculous. It's been so long. It's literally ridiculous. Like, I'm getting up there. I'm sick of waiting. <laughs> I'm sick of waiting too. Like, like I'm, I'm 18 years old. old. Me too. Like, this I'm is not right. <laughs> I've been through war. <laughs> been through literally life, the most life I can be through. And exactly. Like, I've been nothing's through nothing's like, happening. It's just unfair. Like I just like, want to fall in love at least I once. Know. I've been through it. Like all these people in high school, like how to come they got to experience it and I'm I'm still waiting. <laughs> I'm still waiting too. Except, you know, the other day I was feeling myself because I was like watching this TikTok. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. TikTok for you pages like they hit the spot. Like they really say for you. They they really said for you, girl. But anyways, <laughs> so like this guy in the TikTok, he was like, Sometimes girls feel insecure because they've never been asked out in any way or they just don't think they're attractive because like no one's ever talked to them like mm-hmm. shown like interest but then he was like sometimes guys will purposely but not like intentional it's that that's literally doesn't make any sense intentionally <laughs> but not purposely subconsciously that's right okay Sometimes they'll subconsciously go towards people that aren't super attractive because they'll know that <laughs> they can have them. Oh, and my one guy friend confirmed it, and I was like, "So I guess I'm just a ten. I guess I'm just a ten because he said that like they'll go towards girls that have some flaws because they won't go towards the people that are perfect because they assume that yeah. they're already taken or like it's hard to get." with them right so am i like a 10 and i guess this confirms that the ugly hot is real for guys 
it is real it is real i don't care what anyone says <laughs> it's real for them because that guy confirmed it and so did another guy so two confirmations i think i think that's true whatever works i i don't know but it's not good for it's not good for us though for tens like this is not good i know we gotta get I'm uglier so <laughs> Something's gonna change. <laughs> oh, we got yeah, that really. That really boosted my ego, but you know, it lasts like twenty four hours. Yeah, but and then I forget that. At least for that time. Yeah, I felt okay with my life. I was on top of the world. It's giving main character vibes. It really is. Like we, we are main character. Obviously, we're tens. Because if this information is true. You know what that means. Bring on the boys. (laughs) Where are the boys at? We got to get uglier. Let's get plastic surgery to get uglier. And see how how it works out. (laughs) Anyways, my next thing is writing a book. Or a movie. I really just want to write a book or a movie. You need to write a book. (laughs) I want to so badly. And I really want to write something about vampires. I never realized how much I love vampires. Like, all my life has mm-hmm. been vampires. Like, yeah. if I think about it, like, when I was a kid, that little thing on Sesame Street, like, whatever his name was, Dracula, oh, yeah. was something. Yeah, the, like, Jack- alphabet yeah. vampire. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> I I used to be obsessed whenever he came on screen. I'd be like, oh, yeah, pull out that accent from nowhere. And then also, <laughs> when I was, like, a little bit older, I would watch my babysitter's a vampire. Oh, that show it's so good and it's different it's so good it started my vampire obsession and then a little bit older you watch twilight of course a little bit older vampire diaries so my whole life has been consumed by vampires i just want to watch something about i watch i want to write something about vampires because i feel like that's such a cool like concept like all those different shows you mentioned like portray vampires differently i know it's so cool and even like how Mm -hmm. they can kill people like yeah because like sometimes in vampire diaries they'll just like suck a little too hard in the neck with their teeth and those people are dead but like in twilight it seems like exact in twilight like they have to literally drain the blood out of people's bodies Mm -hmm. and like they have little like powers in twilight like specific ones, but in vampire yeah. games, that's not necessarily true. Like it's usually like the older you are as a vampire, the more power you have. Right. It's just and then the younger. It's like, uh, and it's weird how like they are, like they can be killed in different ways too. Like in the different stories. Yes, it's so interesting because like, oh, I know they always say like garlic. Like that was always like some huge <laughs> thing. But like in Vampire Diaries, that's like not a thing. Like. I always thought that was kind of funny. Like, even the <laughs> beginning is like, oh, garlic does not do that. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. I like how vampires are portrayed in Vampire Diaries. Me too. Me too. I think they're really cool. Yeah. And it's but interesting. It's... Oh, sorry. Go oh. ahead. Uh, it's interesting how, like, in Twilight, if they're in the sun, like, they're not going to die. They just, like, sparkle. But <laughs> in Vampire Diaries, like, they die unless they have, like, their ring on, you know? Yeah, that's so. That's so weird how they thought of that. Mm-hmm. And also, like in Twilight, it's interesting how, like, the younger vampires are the stronger ones. Yeah. 
That is weird. Because the whole movie Eclipse was like all those younger vampires, like Victoria was going to make a whole army out of them. Right. But like the older ones in Vampire Diaries are the most powerful. Right. Like all the originals, original yes. vampires. Oh, that's so cool. And like they can't die from like a regular steak or whatever, you know. I know. Because I remember or, like they have to be continuously like stabbed. Like they have to be stabbed and the thing has to be left in their body or something. Whatever they're stabbed well, with. No, but what <laughs> you you don't you're not there yet. I don't think. Oh, <laughs> and no. it's just like I the originals that that's my favorite series. So like I it's okay you'll get there. <laughs> okay, but it's, sorry, but it's so funny. I remember the first time one of the originals was on the show. I think it was like Olivia and Damon. Like he had no idea like who they were, and he like thought he killed Elijah and like stabbed him in the heart with a stake. And then, like, five minutes later, like, Elijah just took it out. And I was like, oh, it's going down. Because <laughs> I was so confused. But oh, okay. It was, I think when they were first, inter- like, when he first saw it. Yeah. The, but it's weird because, like, there's, like, this special knife or something that they're, like, Dad, Michael, I, I forget. I'm, like, starting here. But, like, Michael brought, like, a special, like, knife or something. Steak. Yeah, that if you like left in their body, they would just stay dead until he pulled it out. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. But like, it's different, like, like a random like woody thing, whatever you call it. Like that doesn't just like a wood stake. Like, yeah, wood. Just it would not gone. work. They're just. Uh, it's cool, how, like different vampires and different stories. Just they're different. They are, but it's interesting. I like it. It is. But anyways, I'll move on to my last one. Okay. I really want to meet several celebrities, but mainly <laughs> the studio hosts. I want to meet the studio <laughs> so bad. Like, they're... I want to be their friend. I want to be their friends, too. Lost like, they're... War- they used to wear so much. But, I like, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> I just want to... <laughs> Oh, I just want to hang out with them at least once in my life. So unattainable. I don't know. And, like, I just like how down-to-earth they are. They seem really fun. Like, they just seem like people you could feel safe around. Uh, they just seem like normal, like normal teenagers. They do. They are normal. They are. It's so nice <sighs> to see. They're like Noah Schnapp, but YouTubers. Yeah, different. Yeah, but YouTubers. I, I love that about them. And they're all, like, you already know their personalities. Like, they're not, like... Exactly. I just really like that. You can tell they're being themselves on camera. You really can. Like, I have no doubt in my mind. I have no doubt that they're just... I have no doubt that Nick is always yelling at Matt. Oh, absolutely no (laughs) doubt in my mind. (laughs) That's just always happening. And I live for it. But the only thing about that is I... I mean, the anxiety is going to come in the way. I know, because, like, if I met them, I would want to just, like, start talking to them, like, acting like I knew them. I'm not scared. Some people like, are so bold. Like, I commend you, because you obviously do not have social anxiety. Like, I could not ever just walk up to them. No. I'd probably try to get, like, a sneaky picture and then <laughs> Me too. go about my day. <laughs> yeah, that would be, like, the extent. But I would want to go and talk to them so badly and, like, get pictures and, like, uh, like I remember the one podcast how you were talking about how 
you would want to meet Timothy Chalamet and like you guys have a whole day together but it's like how are we getting to that stage like how are we just talking to him you know yeah that's it's not happening like there's no way I could act like I don't know who he is like it just would I like I would want to yeah everybody knows oh no everybody (laughs) knows well not that but (laughs) everybody knows who he is that's all I gotta say but it's weird it's just obvious it's horrible like I feel like social anxiety should just not exist. Like, why? Why? Why was I the one to be born with it? With all my desires to meet people. (laughs) I know. It just makes it so hard to even, like, meet new people. Like, not even celebrities. It it really does. Like, sometimes it just doesn't make sense in general. Like, what's... I just don't know what to do. (laughs) Me either. My mind goes blank. My mind does, too. Like, when people talk to me or ask me anything about myself, if I don't have it written down first or, like, something to look up or a script memorize, I don't know anything about myself. You I could don't see, know. I could see me on the street and not know a thing about that person. <laughs> because, like, every single piece of information is burned. I don't know if you've seen that episode of SpongeBob where, like, his brain, all the little SpongeBob's in his brain are just, like, trashing and burning all the information. Yes! Yes, I know exactly the episode you're talking about. That's what happens in my mind when someone's like, what's your favorite color? No clue. What kind of music do you listen to? I've never Tell me to about music. yourself. <laughs> Ooh, I hate when people say, tell me about yourself. Like, give me a specific question. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you, girl. Like, I don't even know myself. I talked to my counselor about this because I was like, what do I do when people say, tell me about yourself? Because mm-hmm. I don't know what to say when people do that and it makes me literally want to jump out of my skin and run away and she said what do you want to know she said say what do you want to know i think that's that's really helpful that is so helpful that's so helpful oh let me write that down let me take some notes here because then you get that specific question right but then like what do i say after that because like if if i say that they don't know then you really didn't know what you wanted to hear. Oh, that's true. That is very true. Good job, counselor. <laughs> I'll be thinking about you today. But anyways, sometimes social anxiety just doesn't make sense. Like, things are, like, not how they should be. Because they aren't how they seem. People say that people with social, social anxiety are, like, avoidant. I mean, I can see how that's true. Because mm-hmm. I do, like, avoid. Sometimes I, like, run away from people. Yeah, in different situations and stuff, but... And they say, like, people with social anxiety are supposed to not be good at making eye contact. I completely disagree. I honestly think I am one of the best people at making eye contact. Like, I will stare in people's soul until they look away. (laughs) Like, it's weird. Like, I don't get scared to look in people's eyes, but I'm scared. I'm scared that they think it's too much. I know. Like, it's crazy because a lot of people really struggle with eye contact. Like, even, like, in presentation, I only, like, look down the whole time, but, like, I'm just, like, staring. But, like, I contact, like, if I was doing a presentation, then I forget what I'm saying because I'm just trying to, like, make eye contact. And Me I too. just... Ugh, yeah, it's just a whole thing. Usually it's a blessing and a like curse. A, it is a curse. Like, usually if it's, like, a presentation, I'll look at mm-hmm. whatever I'm presenting the most. Because if not, I will literally, like, lose 
lose focus. Yes, I forget everything. Like it's not. It's not like I'm always like, oh, they want they want me to have eye contact, like as part of the score or whatever. And then I make so much eye contact that I have no clue what I'm saying, and then I have to like stumble back into like my topic. Me too. It's weird. I don't get how some people have trouble making eye contact. Like obviously, if you're like neurodivergent or like autistic, like you can't Mm -hmm. can't control that. Yeah. But like people who aren't, like. I don't get why you would have trouble making eye contact because like just looking in people's eyes like that's how I tell that's how I can tell like if they're listening to me right that's how I can tell like how they feel I feel like if you look in someone's eyes you can just kind of tell what's going on I know and I hate it when people don't look at me when I'm talking that makes me feel like that makes me feel anxious I know exactly (laughs) I need it back I need it back like I need to be with someone who will make a lot of eye contact because that's how I know. That's how I can just talk to people. Like, I can't talk to someone without looking in their eyes. I know. If they're not looking back, like, I feel like like there's no point. Ooh, I used to be friends with someone who would, like, I actually am friends with a lot of people that, like, look at their phone when I'm talking to them. And I know, like, it's just part of the culture to be, like, not making eye contact these days or something mm-hmm. but like it grinds my gears like I need to, you to be making eye contact with me and I'm telling you something exactly like then I feel like they're not listening even though they might be listening I just I don't feel it I don't feel it like I need I'm not that. feeling those vibes this is my cry for help <laughs> you need to look in my eyes when you're right. talking to me this or is like, this is one of my pet peeves that's one of mine too. Like, just, just do it for me, please, please. I beg of you because I'm always, I'm always accommodating them because I always like look down like mm-hmm. every couple seconds. I time myself like I'm like, okay, every 15 seconds I'm gonna look away so I don't make them uncomfortable. But they're not even making eye contact in the first place. Exactly. <sighs> it's very That's frustrating. Just not even fair. It's not even fair because, like, not. we should either both be looking at each other's eyes or just both looking away because it's not it's not working out if I'm looking at you and you're not looking at me. Right. And what's the point of this conversation? Absolutely nothing. You need to leave because there's nothing that's making me want to talk to you anymore. Exactly. It, then I just really want to stop talking. Me too, because I feel like you're bored. Or like you exactly. don't you don't even care what I'm saying. I mean, I know it's Free not tweet. true. <laughs> I know it's not true for everybody, but right, that's just that's my little thing. That's but, what I feel from the conversation. Yeah, and I just don't get it because some people with social anxiety say, "Oh, I can't make eye contact," but it's weird because I I feel like my anxiety is like super bad, and I can. We'll have yeah, to do some studies on that. We, we do because that's so <laughs> odd. It is really odd because I've always felt like I'm so good at eye contact. Like I'm always making eye contact with people, but then the other day when you were like, "Oh, like I love making eye contact," I was like, "Me too. We have to talk about this." We had to because I need to know if anyone else relates, right? And also, like, I don't I- know. Even people without any anxiety cannot make eye contact sometimes. I know that's so crazy to me. It is crazy. But anyways, my next thing that I think doesn't make sense with social anxiety 
is like how it's worse in different places. Yes. Like sometimes it's like a switch, like it switches on and off in different places. And it's like, whoa, it's that's so true. Because like, I don't know why I feel so much anxiety in the grocery store. (gasps) Me too. Like, I never know what I'm doing. And also, I hate it when I'm near, like, workers in the store because I feel like they're going to come up to me and be like, oh, like, can I help you find it? Ooh, I hate that. Oh, I hate Scary. it. Or, like, when you're at a clothing store and they're like, oh, like, my name's whatever and just come talk to me if you need help finding anything. And then they'll come by you, like, ten more times. And it's like, no, like, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> like, that actually makes me want to gag. I feel like that's horrible when people are, like, always on top of you in the store yes like i guess that's their job but just do that to somebody else (laughs) go away read the room read the (laughs) room right now reassess who you're supposed to be talking to because it's not me definitely not me and even it's weird because like i'll feel anxiety in the store Mm -hmm. but not somewhere like the mall yes the mall i don't feel it well actually except except like those walkers in the in like the middle of the store who are like selling stuff and they're like oh do you want to try this perfume or like i can't do it i like i get so scared like a a trafficker like i get oh yeah yeah (laughs) i feel the most anxiety in the mall when you walk by people your age yes i hate it i don't like seeing teenagers slash young adults in public that's the scariest thing in the world especially if it's a huge friend group Oh I'm yeah. Like, oh no, they're gonna harass me. I know. And then I'll like <laughs> and I'll like go on my phone or like I just oh I can't do it. I'll become like hunchback in Notre Dame. Like literally. I will literally crawl into myself. My mom will be like, What's wrong with you? So in silly. front of them. And I'm like, You did not just do that, ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. That was uncalled for. That is just not even right. Oh, I hate it. Like I don't know what it is about kids our age like high schoolers and college students like seeing them in public gives me so much social anxiety like usually they never even say anything to me so like I don't know why I'm so scared but I literally like my heart's beating so fast and I'm like trying to run away like I get so afraid they they scare me like you're my age and you're clearly doing better than me because you're with your friends and I'm with my mom I know it's so scary and it's so it's so scary but it's weird because like I'll be okay if I'm at the movies and mm-hmm. I see people my age. Yeah, me too. That it doesn't make make it make sense, Leah, because it doesn't. It it doesn't. Social anxiety does not make sense. Let's just say that. That's the moral it, story. It really doesn't. Like how how are we gonna have anxiety around people your age in different places, but not in the movies or like I don't know. I know. This is no rhyme or reason. It's just in random instances. It just, like, pops up. It really is. It it scares me, because, like, if you're going to come out in any place, I have no, like, foreknowledge of that. Like, right. I cannot prepare. And it's also weird, because it's different with, like, boys or girls. So, like, if I'm with, like, other girls, like, even if I just met them, yeah, it's, like, scary. My social anxiety is not as bad. That's but so true. Then when there's like a huge, like if I'm meeting a boy, even if I'm like with my other friends, like it's so scary. Like I, like I can't do it. Like I can't they even interact. Me, they scare me so bad. And I think it's because, at least for me, the lack of experience of even being around them. Because if I think about it, yes. like majority of my life has been around the female race. 
Yeah, because like even our elementary school, like we probably had what like five boys in each class. Mm-hmm. Like it was always more girls than boys, and even at our, I don't know, school a lot of the boys were just like jerks. So like we didn't, I didn't talk to them, but like there was very few guys who would even like approach me. Me either. I've just not had that experience to even like be talking with them. No, so I literally so I'm not, know, like, comfortable like nothing about them. Like, I do not and know It's weird because a lot of girls were, yeah, because, like, so many girls would have, like, boy-girlfriend groups, and, like, they're all friends, they'll hang out and stuff, but, like, I just never had that, which, I mean, it's fine, but, like, it's biting me in the butt now. Exactly, didn't, I'm not prepared. I'm not prepared for this world. I'm not, because, like. I'm not prepared for the boy-girl world. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Only one gender <laughs> am I prepared for to live in. But like the other one, that's pretty scary. It is. But it doesn't I... make sense because I want to be married. Me too. Me too. So that's another oh. thing that doesn't make sense. So how are you going to be afraid? It's Nothing's working out in my life. I'm seeing this roll out right now. <laughs> because anyways... like there's obviously... Like, if I cannot talk to boys and I want a husband, those two things do not mix. So what's going to happen here? Cool. You I have to, like, <laughs> marry a robot or something. Yeah, basically. <laughs> That's all I see working out in my favor. I'm sorry. Why did I just kill Hunger <laughs> Games? I was watching Hunger Games yesterday. <laughs> I love Hunger Games. Oh, <laughs> they're so good, but I was crying so hard. <laughs> Yeah, that's there's some super sad parts in those movies. Spoiler alert when Rue dies. It's so sad. She was so and little and cute. I what's the actress's name? Um she's like super well back in the day, like a, three or four years ago, she was in like every movie. Like what? She was in like everything, everything. She was in that one movie. Dark- oh, oh I know her name. Her name's Am- Amandla Stenberg. Oh yeah, yeah, her. Mm-hmm. She she was like used to be popping off back in the day. Like she was in everything. I don't even know what happened to her. She was just in a movie. Really? What yes. was it? What, it what? was an A twenty four movie called Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. She's in that? Yes. Oh. I think she's like a main character too. Really? Yes. I, I always s- thought she was a good actress. Yeah, she was good. But I guess it's kind of like people go on phases of like which actresses and stuff that they hire or whatever I don't know because mm-hmm. she was in like every it movie at one point kind of like how all the people from like Divergent they were all in like it movies yeah that's true those movies slap I mean Miles Teller though is coming back up though Ooh, don't get me started I love that man <laughs> don't get me started <laughs> he's so attractive he really is like I was oh I was watching him on I think he's on Jimmy Fallon last week and I was just like wow like this man is beautiful did you see Top Gun yes I did oh he is just something different yep that's all I gotta say (sighs) wow I just he's amazing he's been amazing for years it's like 2012 I know Oh, wow. And even though, like, he was, he was in Divergent, right? 
Mm-hmm. Okay, I was making sure that was him. I haven't seen it in a while. But um, even though he was, like, bad, quote-unquote, in the movie, like, I still loved him. Like, I was like, Slay. He was I think so his name funny. was Peter. I was like, Slay, Peter. He was so funny. I couldn't help it. He, he was. hilarious. I mean, he did horrible things. But, but like, like, fair enough. He you gotta do what first. you gotta do. It's a dystopian <laughs> oh, no. society. Comes up last, but mm, that's, that's but, like, accurate. But he slayed in that movie. Let me tell you that. He did slay. And with that, I think I think we're good. Like we covered a lot. We did. We were really covering like every spot here. We really did. So Which, I mean, that was pretty slay of us. It it really was slay. Miles Teller slayed. Social anxiety did not slay. <laughs> but we will eventually slay someday hopefully we do some of the things we mentioned before we die yeah because at never least know. one of those things. you, you never, never know. know when you're gonna die yeah yeah that's so sad but that's definitely not a good way anytime to soon yeah <laughs> sorry guys but <laughs> i think that's all for today's episode and also don't forget to follow our instagram at two girls talking with an o and thank you guys for listening to the two girls talking podcast And tune in next Tuesday for a new episode. Bye, guys.